Welcome back to Made in March. Today is Monday, January 24th. We are coming at you guys right after, I would say, one of the best weekends in football of my lifetime. Yes, I agree. There were some memorable games. There were. Like, don't get me wrong. I, we, I was still watching my fair share of college basketball. I assume you guys were too, but... uh Man, that was that was a great slate of NFL games, huh? I don't think it really could have gotten any better. My oh, voice well, is completely gone. Well, it could have gotten better for the fandom, yeah, but uh, as far as the quality of games. Quality if you're Rob Lowe you're, you're the wearing NFL. the NFL hat, yeah. you, were, you Delighted. were happy. Delighted to see that slate. <sighs> voice is just gone. Just Dude, absolutely gone. And there's two factors in this. Yes. A Packers loss being one, and the second factor being... A guy who also wears number 12 and is 44 years old. His name is Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady, man, the world should just be rejoicing right now. Tom Brady lost, and I just couldn't be happier. I agree. But, Finally, but it's about time. It's about yeah. time. But do you guys want to get into some college basketball? I agree. There's still a lot that went down. Yeah. We can start off with the uh, AP poll. Um, new rankings came out. And just a few hours ago, yeah. Just, yeah. just a few hours ago, and... My God, do we finally rejoice. AP truthers rejoice. Auburn is number one in the country, as they should have been last year. they? How many of the first place votes did they get? 45. Okay. Gonzaga get 15. Yeah, after the big one against Kentucky at home. They, there's no way they could say. Yeah, I think everybody knew that Auburn was going to be number one. I think this is one. Auburn's first number one. I read something. Was it ever? Ever. ever. It's ever. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Props to the Tigers. They got <laughs> potential future number one NBA draft pick, Jamari Smith. Yeah. Just doing their thing there down in Auburn. Yeah, it's kind of a, I not an unexpe- unexpected season. I just didn't think it'd be this good. I don't think. I mean, they they I had agree. the talent. They yeah. had the talent. Bruce Pearl. I mean, like him or hate him, he is a good coach. You gotta give you gotta give him credit. He is a good coach. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't think I'd see them at number one this year. So kind of a delightful surprise because I yeah. like this team and they're fun. <clears throat> and then moving further down, um, obviously Gonzaga is going to uh, be at number two then. I think they received 15 um, votes. And then coming at number three, who also received a vote, Arizona. I know. They received a first place vote. That's actually crazy. A little weird. I don't Maybe it's that Jesse Newell scrub that... Uh, no, he actually tweeted something out. This was the guy that had Auburn at number nine. And Wisconsin his, like, at 23. Wisconsin at 23 in his last poll. He tweeted something out basically um, last night on Sunday night saying... Congratulations, Auburn fans! You guys will be number one tomorrow. So he's not swaying the uh, swaying the yeah. skills. But anymore. did you guys notice that Gonzaga was actually number one in the coaches' poll? I did not see that. No, Gonzaga won Auburn too. Kind of weird, but it's it is weird. Yeah. So the actual coaches themselves versus the media guys. Yeah, Gonzaga. They are, they still at Arizona at three though, and actually Arizona got a first place vote in the coaches' poll as well. So. Wow. Okay. Arizona's getting a lot of respect lately. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Finally, it's about time. I mean, they're they've proven they're uh, they're a good team. Only a one loss team, so they definitely deserve to be there. Coming at four, and we have Baylor and five Kansas back to back Big Twelve teams. Um, Baylor with some good bounce back wins this week. Mm-hmm. Kind of needed it. Yeah. They were they had uh, the two game stretch where they they dropped their games to some mediocre to uh, decent teams, I guess. But uh, good for them to bounce back. Coming in at six, then we have Purdue, seven UCLA, and uh, UCLA and Houston. Are did they tie for seventh? Yeah, they did. They did tie for seventh. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen yeah, that I before. I don't think I've really ever weird. seen that before. Yeah, statistically speaking, that's got to be tough with the amount of people that vote on this. But Cause, cause, well, it's like it's like points. Too. Yeah, it's like, like a point system. It's like a point system. I think there's different. Is it just based off of how many people are? How many people? Well, and where, what number they're ranked at. Yeah, okay, so it's like a, that, that's that got to be weird, because I've never seen that before, um, but crazy that Houston is uh, in the top Since 10. Since they're tied yeah, at number we seven. Got, we got some news on Houston as well. Marcus Sasser's done for the year. And so is... Uh, as is Tremont Mark. Tremont Mark, who yeah. are two top three players. Kyler Edwards, I believe, is literally the only guy kind of worth a damn left. So if I'm if I'm looking forward to the, the bracket right now, I'm saying I don't know how I feel about wherever Houston's at if they're a because top yeah seed. they still could get a high seed just because yeah, exactly. they're just, not in a they're in a bad conference. Conference. yeah and, and thus far work. their resume is pretty good mm-hmm. exactly so they could end up with a two so it's seed. not to say they don't deserve seven right now but if you're speculating into the future Houston's probably not going to do as well as they have yeah I, well I, I think they could that. still do good in their conference because the Americans are pretty pretty I agree, they're not going to do bad but I don't expect them to run the table in the American or no I don't either yeah. I think they'll lose some games, but they'll probably stay in the top 15, I think, overall, which probably sets, I, them, I up, actually agree. sets them up for a top three seed, if I'm being honest. Maybe the voters see it differently and put them at four or something, but 
I think, yeah, they're, they're a team that I guess maybe they could have some guys step up. You never know. It's kind of early on uh, within the last month of, of those two injuries. But you kind of got to see how Kyler Edwards is going to play and, and how the team's kind of just going to shape out as a whole and if they change what they're, uh, what they're doing after losing two guards. Mm-hmm. Duke at 9, and then Michigan State at 10, and Wisconsin at 11. So Michigan State jumps Wisconsin after beating them. As they the should, road, to be honest. As they should. It was a convincing yep. The thing for Wisconsin, though, is you drop three spots, 11th overall. Still very good, very obviously. Very solid spot. They have three losses. We've only seen one loss when they're at full strength. Exactly. Well, they're, that's a, that, they're a team with zero depth, and everything comes off of if they're healthy. That's true. Yeah. There's no and, Tyler Wall, and that means... And we've been saying that Carter all year long. Wisconsin does not have depth, and it hadn't really reared its head until no, this Michigan State game, which yes, we're going to do. Exactly. And I feel like they could lose Stephen Crawl out of the starting lineup and replace him okay with Chris Vogt, and that's it. Any other of the four starters... Yeah, literally. It's done. You're done. They have no guys that are even close to the same talent level as uh, as any of the other four starters. Mm-hmm. So. And we have Kentucky at 12, Texas Tech at 13, Nova at 14, and USC at 15. USC drops um, one spot, but they are, they've are they fallen the last two weeks. They've fallen from, was it number four? Now they're all the way down to 15. Oh, they actually went up a spot. They yeah. went up a spot, 16 to 15. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Kentucky, after losing to Auburn by 10, I believe, stays where they are. They didn't, they didn't move at all. That's um, fair. Kentucky looked really good, too, and if it wasn't for the loss of Ty Ty Washington in the first half, it would have been a whole different ballgame. I agree. Because they were up at half. That's that's the engine that makes them go, so that's a fair... fair I mean, I saw Kentucky on the five line in, I think it was Jerry Palm's Bracketology this morning. I don't want to see Kentucky as a five. Nah, I don't really, I that's a hammer-down moment. I, I think, I think they, they could be a possible lead eight, maybe... Could be. A, I think they're a final. Four. You think they're a final four? I think they. they have I think the that's potential. a fair. I, I think, think that's they have a, the yeah. They have final four potential. That's a fair argument to make. I mean, they got a lot of talent, and obviously, Ty Ty Washington is the engine that, that runs that uh, that team. Then Ohio State at sixteen, Providence jumping up to seventeen, and then Tennessee eighteen. Providence is spooky. Seventeenth in the country, but they're a two-loss team. Very interesting. Yeah. Tennessee moved up six spots, too, after their win over LSU, right? Yep, over yeah. LSU, yeah. I think it so was Tennessee up six, LSU down six. Yes, beating LSU, they come right next to 19. Yep, right next to 19, yeah. So LSU, I don't know. I feel like both. I can't get a grip on Tennessee or LSU, either team. I kind of agree. LSU's I offense can't. is just, it's just not good. I think they're the best defensive-rated team on Ken Palm. But they they really struggle to score, and it's just a complete flip flop from last year's. Yeah, they were which is really funny. ninety points per game, giving up eighty something. Probably, I mean, it was ridiculous. But then we have Connecticut, UConn coming in at twenty, Xavier twenty one, and Marquette cracks the there top twenty five at twenty two. Kind of weird that they didn't jump Xavier after. I mean, I'm not going to get too mad. Xavier beat him in the first matchup. That's fair, but I'm going a little rant here about Marquette. All right, let's hear it. I love They're it. sitting at eight and six. Not yeah. really any bad losses. You could argue the Bonnies, maybe a bad loss, but they were ranked at the time. I posted a tweet on the Maiden March tour. I said Marquette is way better than an eight and six team, and yeah. here we are, six straight wins for them against top twenty five opponents. Yep, crack the rankings. They are the hottest team in college basketball. That is just a fact, yep. I believe. Um, but you don't think you think they are? Are you are you disagreeing? Yeah, I, I think they are. Yeah, I, all I'm saying is I would not want to play Marquette right now no, if no, I was no. on a college right basketball team. They, yeah, just a total. They, I don't know what what clicked for them because it felt like it kind of looked like the same. I mean, Daryl Morcel. They got a gone. lot of guys. They're all they're all young except Morcel and yeah. Queth, basically. Finding rotations. I'm I'm loving what Shaka's doing with the rotation. Defensive energy is there. Offensively, we struggle a little bit, but Kolek, you know, he's not a scorer, but he's stepped up. He runs the team. Offense looks stagnant when he's not out there, but. He's a very good passer. He gets the offense. And going. honestly, what Shaka Smart has done year one at Marquette has, is nothing short of honestly amazing. Yeah. All these guys, as you said, are mm-hmm. so young, and he's finding those right rotations. He's getting them to play together as a team, and they just keep on winning. Kudos to Marquette. Yeah, because Shaka brings in the in-game adjustment portion of coaching, where Woj maybe did I'd say well, nothing. Woj was close a to nothing. That's next to nothing in the in-game adjustments and goals going throughout the season and adjusting and trying to find the right rotation. He pretty much did nothing with that. I think he actually had almost more talent maybe last year because Dawson Garcia was a stud. Yep, and DJ cool. Carton. And DJ mm-hmm. Carton, and they still had Jay Lou last year. I mean, this mm-hmm. this there were a lot of studs on that team last year, and clearly, I would say Marquette is outperforming their expectations. 
Yeah, they were easily. Preseason predicted to finish ninth in the Big East. That was a little dis- dis- disrespectful to begin with, like, regardless of what we well, know. Well, Wisconsin well, was preseason you, ninth in the Big Ten. That was also which is well, You say that, well, but you look at Marquette and you have no idea what to expect. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. But then we have um, Iowa State then coming in at 23, Illinois 24, and Davidson cracking the top 25 rankings. I don't know how I feel about Davidson. Interesting. That 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 stretch of three there, 23, 24, 25, is really, really interesting. Illinois drops this 24. I'm After not a worried loss, about Illinois. Yeah, exactly. I'm not I'm not either. Either. I want I'm them worried to about tracking. Iowa State. I've never quite been sold on Iowa State. I am worried about Iowa State as well. Yeah, they were just kind of more of like a fun team. Like, oh, Iowa State. I, don't I know mean, Brocking- yeah. Brockington's really good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if he can lead a team to a lot of success. <sighs> I agree. Yeah, they were a fun team, and the, it was. Fun I just to don't see think Vegas. he's that caliber yeah. of player. Whereas Illinois, they have that caliber of player. And with then Kofi. getting into Davidson, they almost lost to Fordham on we Saturday. We did watch almost the full Fordham. <laughs> yeah, that shows you where we're at. Right now. We watched the, the entire first Davidson leg of Fordham parlay game. for our buddy, and he was big stressed. Davidson, you know, comeback win, but it's against Fordham. But it's against Fordham, Fordham who plays in a high school gym, more or less. It probably seats about fifty odd people or something. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know if Davidson should be ranked. I just didn't see much out of that game. But they do have a absolute sniper in Hung Jung Lee, or is yep. it? Yeah, is Hung Jung Lee. He's an NBA prospect. He is a sniper, but. I don't think I, this team does not deserve I'm to be just, ranked. I'm just not buying the Davidson hype. They beat I'm Bama, but anyone can beat Bama if they have an off night. Yeah. That is, speaking yeah. of, speaking of Bama, um, they received the second most votes at 77. BYU tops it off with 120, and then Texas was 61. How is Texas still getting votes? Dude, Texas stinks. And like, how are they still getting votes? They just they, Who did they just beat on Saturday? I was listening to it on the radio. Oklahoma I, I, State. Oklahoma State. I mean, that's an okay win. At home. That's probably yeah. their second best one of the year. <laughs> they don't have many good ones. That's fair. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I don't know how they're receiving more than teams like Colorado State. And Florida State is surging right now. They're a team that mm-hmm. were, they were awful in the beginning of the year. Another team surging right now is Oregon. They have, yes. a case, oh, yeah. they have a strong case for hottest yeah. team in the nation right now, too. They got they five straight wins rolling. And two of, them being, two of them being top five wins against the on the best road, yeah. on the road against the best two teams in the Pac-12, I'd say. So well, no, Zona. Oh, Zona is all. Yep, mm-hmm. I had a brain fart on that one. But I think yeah, Texas does not deserve to be receiving that many votes. They've proven to be frauds. They have all the talent, just can't put it together. So I don't think I don't think they should be getting as many as they are. Um, but otherwise, other than that, it's a very interesting top twenty-five. I'd say a lot of uh, unexpecteds and some. Big movements, um, both up and down for teams. So very happy to see Marquette in there, especially since they received no votes last week. That was ridiculous. With, after last week, how many of those four top twenty-five wins did they have? Had they gotten two of they, them yet? We had, they had two top twenty-five wins before that. I think that deserves to. I mean, I know but they're still aside from top twenty-five wins, they still had other decent wins, like mm-hmm. a West Virginia. Yeah, exactly. And Exactly. And then, I mean, an Illinois loss is not a bad loss and, like, stuff like that in the beginning of the season. So, I don't know what the voters were thinking, but good to see them finally crack the top 25. Pretty impressive jump to go from no votes to 22 in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Impressive stuff. Um, that wraps up pretty much the top 25. We can get right into the uh, recap of uh, games. So, we finished we, off on... We did Monday, January 17th. Because we did yes. recap that Purdue-Illinois game. Because that happened. Oh yeah, you're right. Early that finished today. before we uh, before we recorded. So we'll kick it off then with Tuesday, January 18th, with Baylor traveling to West Virginia and defeating the West Virginia team 77 to 68. Um, kind of good for Baylor to get back on track. Very good. Um, Alex, did you pick West Virginia in this game? I think I did. Yeah. yeah. I said Baylor was gonna drop three straight. That yeah. was a bold call. Bold call. Doesn't LJ Cryer came to play today. On, on uh, that day. Off shooting night for Taz Sherman. 3 of 11 from 3. Yeah. How much to say, Baylor's a really good defensive team. I mean, yeah, you kind of had to expect it coming in. Like, you knew they weren't going to drop Scott three. Scott not going to get dropped three. No yeah. way. No chance. Kansas takes on Oklahoma on the road and picks up, I'd say, a solid win set. 67-64. This is more credit, I think, to Porter Moser. The fact that he can hold a uh, a really good Probably, honestly, a top four, top three, in my opinion, Kansas team. Um, keep it under 70 and keep it a three-point game is, yeah. is pretty impressive. Yeah, this was an electric game. Christian Braun with the go-ahead three with about 11 seconds left. Big-time player. Christian Braun's kind of He was because for 
basically the entire game, Abaji was doing absolutely nothing. He ended with 10 points, but they just all about all like of it came at the end. He had zero points at the 10-minute mark left. Yeah, so it really wasn't Agbaji's day for, yeah. you know, just about the entire game. Mm-hmm. And Christian Brown stepped up. Uh, Wilson stepped up. They had all these guys stepping up. And Kansas shot 47% from three this game and only I'm one by three. Down. And here we are with Oklahoma shooting 23% from three and, and losing by three. I mean, credit to Oklahoma for being gritty in this game and, and just pushing through um, – but yeah, I don't. I love how poor Bowser's Oklahoma. Right they've got some talent. Do you think, think they, they could be on the bubble? I think they could be on the bubble. Yeah, I mean I, they're it's gonna a tough have a Big Twelve. It's a tough. They're tough gonna have a lot 12. of chances to get some good wins. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, but at the end of the year, I can't imagine that their record is really anything great because, as you said, Bussy, they're playing in the Big Twelve. They're gonna yes. have about a loss a week, and they're yeah. playing in the Big Twelve. But what else is coming up too, which makes it even more tough for Oklahoma, is the SEC Big Twelve Challenge. Oh, where boy. Oklahoma has drawn Auburn. <laughs> yeah. So. That's a, almost a uh, guaranteed <laughs> loss. Hey. Unless Porter Moser pulls something hey. off. Opportunity I mean, for a good win. He beat Illinois last year in the tourney. Yeah. I think I think that's what they need is that opportunity for a big yeah. win to kind of boost their resume. But I think they're still a solid team. They could find themselves on yeah, the bubble. I think Oklahoma's a solid team. They could team. find themselves on the bubble at the end of the year. We, I just want to mention this because... I just love throwing shade at ESPN. Dayton beats the Bonnies 68 to 50. And for all the ESPN Dayton slurpers at the beginning of the year, or not the uh, St. Bonnie slurpers that were like, the Bonnies are 18, but they're way better than this. They could be they're elite. elite run. Yeah. Give me a break. Like, that was just ridiculous. You know, I don't want to like toot our own horns, but we were so right about the Bonnies. No one liked the Bonnies. <laughs> None of us did. Here they are with what? What are they? they five, suck. six lost team. Five, four lost team. They've only played 14 games. I mean, can't, you can't, can't push you through can't the COVID. Ever be good when you play five guys. Like, we say Wisconsin's not deep, but they have some guys that come in off the bench and give them minutes. Yeah. The Bonnies, literally nobody. Like yeah. If Johnny Davis needs a little four-minute breather, he can get that four-minute breather. Yes. They might lose the plus-minus battle by minus six yeah. in that time, but... But it's not minus 20, which the it, Bonnies probably would Yeah, be. exactly. That's fair. Um, yeah, so just tooting our own horn on the Bonnies there. Just had to throw a little shade at ESPN. I love that, was. UConn picks up a win at home against the struggling Butler Bulldogs, 76-59. Butler is the worst of the worst in the Big East. We've been saying it. Welcome, welcome, welcome yeah, to the town. Butler, Georgetown, stink. UConn finally starting to get healthy. I still love this team. I would not sleep on UConn. I wouldn't either, no. Miami, that's another team who's kind of been stringing some wins together. They pick up a win against North Carolina, 85-57 to at home. That's a that is a that is a convincing twenty eight point convince yeah slaughter fest there. North Carolina shoots twenty percent from three and thirty four percent from the field. That's about all you need yeah, to know. The key for North Carolina, if they want to be good, is Caleb Love. And you saw in the beginning of the year, Caleb Love was, he was playing, playing good basketball. Nice. The last two games, two losses for North Carolina. He scored five points in this one against Miami. Nine points in the next game. Why does Dawson Garcia transfer to North Carolina to take four shots? I don't understand. It's a cautionary tale for all these transfers. Yeah. Like, they, I know, so like, you look at Yosefu that transferred to Kansas or and whatever. And he's just sitting on the bench. He got two minutes last game. And he, what is the average? Probably, like, what, 18, 19 for Drake last year? Like, that was, I don't uh-huh. know. And also, Marcus Carr, maybe even throw him in there with joining the three guard rotation. I mean, he's still getting his own, but the fact that he's joining a guard heavy team um, with already a lot of, a lot of good talent is, is kind of surprising to see. But yeah, that yeah, Miami team, they Miami. Have, Isaiah Wong's an absolute bucket. And not only him, they had three guys that scored twenty plus points. And they still wow. have Char- they still have Charlie Moore too. He's he in his sixties. Somehow season. still doing his thing in college basketball. Him and Chris likes both <laughs> teaming up to to do a little uh, transfer. Fifth season actually it goes from Cal to Kansas to Paul. He stayed at DePaul for two years actually. And now found his spot at DePaul. Now he's <laughs> now he's out. But uh, yeah, credit to Miami. They're big win there, and they've kind of strung some wins. Together I think they're a turning team. I think they're really. I think they're the third best team in you the ACC. You think Florida State is a turning team as well then? Because Florida State just beat Miami on their they're on close. Miami's floor. Yeah, I think. I think both teams are on the right side in right now, but I think they're both on the bubble. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think, I think the uh, ACC is starting to find their uh, groove with their bottom tier teams. Some teams are kind of starting to put together. Kansas State defeats Texas on the road. Beautiful. We love yeah. to see 66-65. We just love to see K-State, that K-State. Huge road win. K-State, they're going to be above 500 team, but they they truly do stink. Like, Watch. they're not that good. I don't know if I'd say that. They get good wins. Watch but. out for Nigel Pack. Watch out. He what a not name. Playing, not playing in the Marquette game. 
So this is why I was unfamiliar with him. But he's averaging 17 a game, shooting 46% from three. Oof. He's an absolute sniper. He dropped 35 in their loss to Kansas most recently. Really? Yep. I did see that they lost by like three to Kansas, so they did keep it close. Exactly, they're not Followed playing up. bad basketball. Yeah, they're not bad. And Marquette beat them, so the just 12. keep rolling, K State. And they did follow uh, that close game with Kansas. They that was after they beat Texas Tech and Texas, so both good wins. I mean, maybe this K State team is figuring it out at the right time, but they we'll still see. are a seven loss team. Let's not forget that Florida State defeats Duke. Not at home. This was a good seventy nine seventy eight. This was a great game. game. This is this is literally the definition of a Leonard uh, Hamilton game. Just mm-hmm. gritted out, defensive. I mean, still they still put up seventy plus for both teams. Both were an OT. Um, Paolo Boncaro got his own twenty twelve and seven for him. Yeah, that's gonna happen. I didn't think I didn't think Florida State had it. Well, they were up. I think like probably six or eight with about four minutes left. Duke switched to a zone. Mm-hmm. Really just. Got Florida State flustered. They did not know how to beat the zone at all. And when it went to OT, I thought Duke had this in the bag. But no, no, no. Caleb Mills stepped up. And Caleb Mills was not shooting the ball very well in the beginning of the game. And he, he finished, started stepping up towards the end. He finished 5 of 17 from the field. Florida State shot 36% from the field and 28% from three, compared to Duke's 49% from the field and 44% from That's three. That's a Leonard Hamilton team, as you just said. Gritty. Just yep, get gritty. it done. Just find a way to get it done. That's pretty impressive to lose or to win a game shooting that much worse than a team. I mean, that is and, – and they got – I mean, 19 offensive rebounds is pretty good. That's just Florida State. Dude. That's just Florida State. Well, yeah, Rebound fun boys. fact about Florida State, four guys on their team over seven foot. Yeah. That gets the, minutes. the shortest guy in their starting five is 6'4", and they start two seven-footers. So That's <laughs> That'll happen. This is just so on brand for Florida State. It is totally on brand for Florida State. Wisconsin picks up a good road win against Northwestern, 82-76. This was a good game, too. Yeah. yeah. Chase Char- Audige was in his bag. I shouted him out last podcast. He had the so coolest name boy. in college basketball. Boy, 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 boy had his dad a day, too. I think he had 20 or something like that. He had, a he had nice 19. Game. It was 19. Chase Audige's day. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Boo, boo, he had a quiet 19. Carter Gilmore with maybe the best game of the season. Two boards, three assists, zero points on zero shots. <laughs> in seven minutes only. What do you Credit. Know? Three assists? And Chucky Hepburn had sixty foot half quarter. That was wild. more than half quarter, actually. Yeah, it was like a three quarter. quarter. As uh, as the first half was closing, which was uh, which was pretty awesome. Johnny Davis with another great game, twenty seven eight and two. Um, but all five Badger starters were in double figures, and I don't know the last time that's happened or at all this season. Yeah, so credit to them for playing a good team game, getting a, getting a nice road win, and uh, followed it up with a loss, which we'll talk about later. But still, they are still a solid team when when all five guys are are healthy. Texas Tech picks up a great home win against Iowa State, 70-62. I don't know, man. This this tells me more about Iowa State, I guess. I still like this Texas Tech team is is good. That's just a fact. I love Texas Tech. (laughs) They're fun. They're going to play the hardest defense you'll ever see for all 40 minutes. They are such a deep team. Are we seeing a more passing up the torch to the rest of the team from Terrence Shannon because he played 27 minutes and took six shots in this game and it was four points. It's the thing with Texas Tech. You never know who's going to do it. Exactly. But Terrence Shannon is still the guy in the big moment. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's a fair point. But I think any of those five guys can can get their bucket. Obviously, none of them are like superlative players. They're not like above and beyond everybody else. But I think they all they all have the uh, the, the it factor, I guess, to get that clutch yeah. bucket. They're, they're a really well-rounded team, I think so. They are definitely a spooky team to watch out for coming down the stretch. And Tennessee ends the night with a road win against Vanderbilt, 68-60. I still hate this Tennessee team. It just needed to be said because <clears> I, <throat> I they're fraudulent as far as I'm Oh, what did Scottie Pippen Jr. do in that game for Vanderbilt? Probably scored 25-10. and 10. He's literally a... 18-5. and 3-10 from the floor. Not his best night. A lot of free throws, it appears. But uh, that wraps up the games from Tuesday. We can move into Wednesday then. Man, Tuesday was a great slate. That was, that was a great slate. That was a great slate. Wednesday, Alabama. Wednesday was better in my eyes. Really? We'll get to it. Alabama picks up a great home win against LSU, 70-67. Um, LSU at that time was number 13 in the country, so that's a great win for Bama. Roll Tide, you guys I called, called this one. Yep. I picked LSU. I thought LSU's defense was going to be too much. Quinterly had been struggling, but he played much better in this game. Jaden Shackelford. Jaden Shackelford, yeah. 26. Stepped up, Mr. Yep. Big Shad. But, um... This Alabama team, like Alex said earlier, Marquette's better than 8-6 or whatever they were with 8-6 when you said that. This Alabama team is better than 12-6. I 
don't know if I agree with I that. I agree with you, Wesley. I think they're better than 12 and 6. I think they have the potential, but they are so prone to bad losses. That's fair. It's just That's scary. That's a fair argument to make, and I... I will agree with that. They are, they are, they can be but scary. I mean, think about it. They still shot 34% from the field that game, 20% from three, and they beat LSU, 13th best team in the country. Yeah, LSU's a good defensive team, so I'll kind of it's, it's going it's, it. it's to expect it a little bit, but still. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. I, I like this Alabama team still. I think the difference was what Bama did at the free throw line. They made 12 more free throws than LSU. Yeah. Nope, that's fair. Virginia Tech, I mentioned them. Little little Mike White hype. Virginia Tech picks up a road win against NC State, 62 There we go. Virginia Tech, what a win! Push the agenda, push the agenda, push it, push it. Yeah, Virginia Tech, they're they're mediocre. They're cooked. They're cooked. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're not what we thought. But you know, I digress. Marquette picks up a road win, fifty-seven, fifty-four. This could be. This was probably the game of the night. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. I would say. Oh no! Iowa Rutgers was the game of the night. Oh okay. No. Okay, okay buddy. The okay. fifty-two to fifty, yeah. whatever the final score was. Well, this one was just this one. You can't follow yeah, it up. Come on. Fifty-seven, fifty-four. Marquette win. Do you I mean, think, Alex? Do you think? How about Justin Lewis? The second half was crazy. He I mean, splashy. in this game, what's funny is Nova went on a twelve-zero run and a nine-zero run in this game. If Steve Waldrahowski is still coaching Marquette. Marquette loses by 20. No other way to put it. That's fair. The in-game adjustments. No, but Shaka Smart, nice. you know, he's got the boys dialed. They're all playing well. Greg Elliott had 14 points all in the second half. He scored 14 of our 20 points in the second half at one point. But then when the game mattered, the ball was in Justin Lewis's hands. Scored the final seven points. Last play, bit of a broken play. J. Lou stepped up. Big three. Game. Huge. Game. J. J. Lou was splashing that game. I think he was... Over 50% from three. Big East player of the week. Last two games against Nova and Xavier shooting 60% from three. And Alex, you were telling me this the other day. You said you were looking at these NBA mock drafts. Justin Lewis isn't even fall, like creeping into the second round. So that's good for Marquette. <laughs> I do love that. And guys, I'm going to toot my own horn here. I did pick Marquette. You did? To beat Nova. I had Nova, yeah. You did. Yeah. You did have Marquette, so tip of the cap. Credit Marquette's D. Gillespie and Justin Moore were combined 9 for 26. That ain't good. Got it. Two best, players are, two best players. Your two best players are, are uh, about at thirty three percent. You ain't gonna win many games. But Craig <clears> Marquette, <throat> hottest team in ball, just that, and they get another one a couple days later. So they were they were truly on fire. NBA Jam fire rims were fully activated. Um, Auburn picks up a win 80, 83-60 against Georgia. Xavier squeaks by DePaul sixty eight sixty seven. I don't know. Xavier kind of stinks, in my opinion. Xavier stinks. I hate Xavier. You always hate Xavier. You're in, you're out. They could have, they could have Michael Jordan. I figured out why. I figured out why. It's always just one player. Is it Nunji? No, it's Adam Kunkel. This dude off the bench. I just hate him. He just comes in and all he does is shoot threes. He runs out there. He thinks he's a dog. He's like, he reminds me a bit of Brad Davidson. Yeah. Okay, well. That's a fair reason. Cool, I mean, I Brad Davidson is a noted, hated player by many, but if that's your reasoning, then I'll let you have it. Rutgers, Iowa, mm. all-time stinker. What a game. All-time stinker, 48-46 win. Oh, I my, mean, eyes, my eyes were a little bit uh, deformed after Yeah, you know, it was a race to 50 and nobody got to 50. Um, <laughs> Both actually, this you guys are going to think I'm joking, but this Rutgers defense is actually pretty good this year. Cliff Omarui. I mean, they held Iowa to 46. Yeah, Cliff had uh, 14 Let's look at the shooting percentages for this game. Iowa goes 28% from the floor, 22% from three. Rutgers a smooth 31% from the floor and 15.4% from three. There were lids on the rims. <laughs> this is the <laughs> most anti-Iowa game I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. 48 or 46? Are we serious, Iowa? I'm yeah, just going to go out there and say it. I'm speaking for Luke here. Also, I believe this as well. That foul call... And I don't know, two seconds left, whatever it was, was the worst call I've seen in a very long time. I was just going to get to that, and honestly, I agree with you. Okay. Woo, it was a foul call that. that you can't – was it a foul in regular game time? I still don't think so. I still don't think so, yeah. But it, but even if it was, you know, you're not going to really throw a fit over it necessarily. But you cannot call that foul. With two seconds left. With two seconds left. That was game. the softest call. That is a game-changing foul. 
And that's just a ref that wants to see himself on the TV and have his family. He just didn't want to. His ref Twitter OT. mentions are going to be through the roof. Probably. He didn't want to. Men- he didn't want to ref OT. He wanted to go home and lay on his couch and eat that casserole, that leftover casserole. He probably saw all that poor shooting and was like, "I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Just get this game over." But you know, to Rutgers' credit, they made the free throws. <laughs> What a win! What, what a win! Just <laughs> terrible. That, Take I mean, him when you can get him. Yeah, yeah. Bad. I mean, that, if they're and gonna... I also do have beef with Rutgers. Like on that final possession, it was the ball was in Ron Harper Jr.'s hands. It needs to be in Geo's hands for the last possession. It just needs to be. I don't know. Ron's been the guy this year, though. I know that Ron hit a half quarter and that he's having the best year on the team. I'm not saying he's not, but when it comes to hitting a three. In crunch time at the buzzer, I want the ball in Geo Baker's hands. I do. I want it in Man Boob's hands. That's why I want it. <laughs> Shout out, Barry. Barry I mean, here. I don't really have much else to say about this game. The foul call was bad, but they got the win. It wins. Rutgers would have won in overtime. Talk about J-Bo, his four air balls from three. Yeah, what is his problem? He's turned into a prime Carter Gilmore. He's a, he's a contra like, asset he, at this point. He is. Iowa. He's he a is. contra asset. He stinks. He literally stinks. Every three he takes, you know it's not going in. When in previous years, when Jordan Wilson played scared. basketball, when he takes a three, you're scared. This I would could, rather have Aaron Hewis or Tony Perkins out there. Definitely would rather have Tony Perkins Tony out there. Perkins. <laughs> yeah, throw him out there. Jordan Mohan has lost his touch. In every way, shape, and form. He just needs to get a real job and go on with his life. Yeah, to insert like Brad. He, needs to, he get, needs to bite the bullet and take that local oh, accounting Oh, but Brad job, is right? actually okay, still good. Okay, Brad's actually Brad's still good. well. But, uh, yeah, J-Bo needs, uh, needs to move on to the, the office job. Hang yeah. up the cleats. Hang him up. Hang him up. But that wraps up the game. Like, it's been, it's been a great college career, J-Bo. You're done. But your time has passed. Your time has <laughs> definitely passed. But that wraps up our Wednesday games. Moving to Thursday. Started off with a great win for Indiana. At Assembly Hall, 68-65, over number four ranked Purdue at the time. We know Assembly Hall is a very tough place to play, and this was an incredible win for Indiana because TJD was a non-factor with foul trouble. And he, I think he, I think, I was not, I did not get the chance to watch this game, unfortunately, but I heard from Twitter that he picked up, like, three fouls in two minutes or something ridiculous. Yeah, he picked up a few right away early, early. I, I think it was three fouls in two minutes. I think your stat's absolutely correct. And then, but then he does hit the uh, game ceiling free throws um, down the stretch. So kind of fitting, I guess, that he he sealed the game up for uh, Indiana um, at the end. But yeah, that's that's a huge credit to Mike Woodson. Um, Rob Finnessy off the bench, averaging five point four a game this year, but he drops twenty. He had the hot hand, eight of thirteen from the floor, four threes. Big win. That's a big win. Big big win for Indiana. Um, I think how much did Purdue, Purdue drop? Was it like? Well, they beat Illinois on Monday, they so they dropped, I think, one spot. Five, spots, yeah, five or six like is what that. it was. I can't believe I already forgot what, it, what they were. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, not, not too big of a drop for uh, Purdue. I want to shout this out. I hate to do it, but thank God Luke's not here. SMU beats Memphis on the road. Memphis is just terrible. Yeah, Memphis they are is bad. cooked. They need... Like, they need a head coach. So much talent. Well, and then, did you guys hear Penny Hardaway's yeah, rant yeah. after he's the like, game? He's like, "What did he say?" He like was almost in tears. It looked like I don't even know. He basically like played the victim card and was like, "Why is the media always calling me out?" And it's like, "Well, maybe because you keep losing games. Penny. Maybe because you're nine and eight and you have like three five star recruits." Pretty exactly. Much, yeah. Exactly. It's like, and guys transfer out of there in a year because they were like, that "Well, comes, yell that me. comes with the territory, especially if you're going to have all those five star recruits." As you said, it's like you need to win. It's yeah. expected. It is expected. I agree. And he has done everything but do that. And he's underperformed every year he's been there. But everybody knows he's a bad coach. Like, I don't know what Memphis sees. Obviously, they want because they bring the big names and the money and whatever. And people want to come play for Penny. But at some point, enough's enough. And you just got to say, you know what? We're going we're gonna to move on. And I don't know. I think, I think the time is now, or at least at the end of the season for Memphis. Give their program another shot, I guess. Because Penny ain't, Penny ain't it. Um, want to shout out New Mexico State because we uh, we we shouted them out in the last podcast, and of course the very next game they get ran right out of the gym by Sam Houston, seventy one <laughs> to forty six. Just that's hilarious. Just kind of funny that uh, they've been balling all year. Two lost teams. Teddy Allen us. had two points. Yeah, exactly. Not his day. Lights were too bright as someone. Uh, you know, I think his previous game before that too was forty one. So to go from forty one to two is 
almost miraculous. I mean, it's like some Eric Stevenson stats. That is some Eric Stevenson. Speaking of, do you guys know where Eric Stevenson is? I do not. Is he still playing? No, he's he's at South Carolina. That's ridiculous. He's just traveling all over. So if we see a South Carolina game, we should maybe do a quick Eric Stevenson check because it's been a minute. It has been a minute. Been a, since last year. We haven't done an Eric Stevenson check at all this year. I know. I had no idea where he played, if I'm being honest. Oh, I keep my tabs on him. Keep the tabs on Eric Stevenson. Uh, UConn beats Butler again, 75-56 this time on the road. Butler again, still stinks, nothing new. Um, Gonzaga beats a solid San Francisco team, 78-62. I think that kind of just proves that San Francisco, you know, they're okay, but they're also a West Coast <coughs> team. Let's yeah. not forget that. Um, Arizona beat Stanford 85-57, and UCLA closes out the night with a win 63-58 against Utah on the road. This UCLA team, now, I mean, we don't really talk about them much because they don't play in many marquee games. We only really talked about them when they lost to Oregon. But, like, they just don't give me the same feels as last year. I wanted well, to talk about They only gave UCLA you those feels well. in, the, in the tournament. In the tournament. Well, yeah. Well, but, Alex, you can't minimize the tournament. That's the postseason. That's what actually matters. You can't just say that their entire tournament run was just a mirage because it wasn't. It was a really good performance, and they were making a lot of tough shots. It took Johnny Juzang, 9 of 13 and 3 of 5 from 3, 28 points. It took that performance to beat Utah by 5. I know. I think it's time... Though we start talking about this UCLA team a We bit. need answers, maybe. We need, we need some answers. I mean, they're providing answers, but against bad teams. They're winning, but against bad teams. Obviously, Oregon, I think, is actually a decent team, so I don't think it's as bad of a loss as people are probably yeah. chalking it yeah, up. Yeah, I agree. Just because they're looking at, like, holy cow, Oregon's a seven-loss team. How, do, how are they losing it? I just so, want to see, like, take UCLA versus Arizona, for example. Yes. See how they stack see up. See how they stack up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or USC, even, maybe. I don't think they've played USC this year, at least... Oh, due to COVID. Well, we will um, get Arizona-UCLA very soon. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. I think Arizona's going to take them handily, personally. But we'll see. That wraps up the games from Thursday. Then moving to Friday. Obviously not too many games on uh, Fridays, but Maryland and all the Turgeon slurpers are now diminished as Maryland beats Illinois at home, 81-65. I believe... Um, Kofi Coburn was out in this game. Yep. No big asterisks. Big yep, asterisks next to this game. Just like all the other bad Illinois losses in the beginning of the year, I mean, Illinois full strength means Illinois with Kofi Coburn because he's, he's the whole team. If there's no Kofi, I don't really I don't believe care. in this Illinois team, but with Kofi, I really do believe in this Illinois I agree. Team. That I should agree. tell you something about Kofi Coburn. That should. And then I mean the night off, another Big Ten matchup. Michigan State takes down Wisconsin at the Cole Center, 86-74. Yeah, Wesley, me and you were at this game. Yeah. Well, I'd say it wasn't years. one of the finest games to watch in person. No, I they did they trailed for sure they trailed the whole second half. They never led. I think they probably led and they they scored the first eight really quick. That was like yeah. this game's gonna be great. Yeah, I did. It was eight oh like a minute and a half in. Um and then they just they hit a wall. And Michigan State went on like a twenty to two run and all of a sudden it's like twenty to twelve or like or 20 to 10, 20 to 12, whatever it was. And we're like, holy cow, what just happened? And if you look at the box score, especially for Wisconsin this game, a lot of it, a lot of Johnny Davis' stats are inflated. He dropped 25 points, but it was not his night out there. It was Brad's night, and I'm sad that we had to waste a good Brad night. Brad was splashing. What do you make, six threes? Six threes, 22 points. He was splashing from three, and it's sad that you have to waste one of those games on a loss yeah, and at home. Honestly, these were... I didn't think the refs were the best. Obviously, this is a semi-biased perspective, but they you know whether soft. whether you say that anyway, soft. I thought they were letting the guys play out there. I thought Johnny. Was oh, getting Johnny! Hacked. I was saying they were like. I, I, mean, I thought I thought Johnny was getting hacked on his way to the you win. Got, you got to call times. it both ways because there were times when Johnny would go up and they would say the guy swatted the ball down, and stripped it, but he got all wrist, and then Johnny goes back the other way. Does the same thing back, and they call it, and yeah. he gets super frustrated, and and yeah, and Chucky had two flop warnings, one of which the guy dropped his elbow into his chest, which should be a charge, but they called a second flop, and Chucky got a technical. So, I mean, mm. what do you? Th- yeah, it was a charge. The second one was a charge. His elbow extended back. The first one was a flop. What is he supposed to do? The first one was a flop. Yes, I agree. The second one wasn't. I I don't think. I don't know. You guys saw live. I saw the replays on TV. I saw the replays on the jumbotron. It's the same thing, Alex. I, I don't know. I think it was a charge, but all I'm gonna say is I'm starting to buy into this Michigan State team. They do. They have a lot of pieces. They're sitting at on top of the Big Ten standings, six and one. Obviously, they have one bad loss to. Who they lose to again? 
Northwestern. <laughs> My bad. Bad loss. But you look at their some of their wins. They beat UConn, Loyola. Before Big Ten play, their lo- their other losses are to Kansas and Baylor mm-hmm. early in the season. Yeah. I like this Michigan State team, but they got a big test against Illinois on the road. I want to see them play against a good, true big man. A sneaky, a sneaky player on this Michigan State team is Malik Hall. Yes. The Badgers do no not have no Tyler Wall. Let's be fair, but yeah. they had no answer from Malik Hall. It was a, it was a, he just kept hitting that post fade from like fifteen feet mm-hmm. on the baseline. He just kept hitting it. And, they and because it. the Badgers didn't have Tyler Wall, we were forced to trot out a combination of Ben Carlson and Carter Gilmore, and it did not hold up. That's not gonna work. I don't even care if we play Northwestern. Though. I think I think if we have Tyler Wall, we lose that game. If we do lose that game, it's by four or less. Because there were plays, Ben Carlson mm-hmm. let up a bucket, went to take the inbounds pass, and passed it right to the Michigan State guy. That is four points on him. Yes. Like think about the amount of times that Johnny Davis tried to back somebody down into the paint and ended up taking a low percentage fadeaway shot. Because the Wall wouldn't moving. be doing that. Wall would actually try to bond it inside, use his crafty skills around the rim. Exactly, and try and get open. Meanwhile, we have guys like Ben Carlson and Carter Gilmore literally just standing around. It seems like they're lost. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, it's it's it was a disappointing performance, but... And again, another asterisk next to it because one of the top three players for a very not-so-deep team was out. So but that wraps up Friday's game. Moving into Saturday, Duke pounds down on uh, Syracuse, 79-59. Nova rebounds with a winning on the road against Georgetown, 85-74. Uh, Texas Tech picks up a win against West Virginia, 78-65. There's Terrence Shannon scoring 23 for you. There he is. He's still back guy. in his rhythm. Yeah, he's still got it. But... Um, Good to see him get back in his uh, in his groove and be the leading scorer and go-to guy for Texas Tech. Seton Hall, now unranked, pick up, picks up a road win against the Johnnies, 66-60. I think this Johnnies team is also cooked. I think they're cooked. They're definitely cooked. Them and Virginia Tech, I will also add in, they're, they're both cooked. Oh, they're, they're both done. My sleeper's team is still hanging around, though. Who's that? Rutgers. Well, we'll get to that right now. They just lost, they lost <laughs> well, down the road. We're going to skip over this Virginia Tech game. They they lost lost to Boston Boston College. They're cooked. <laughs> I said they're cooked already, so I didn't need to say it. They're done. But, yes, they did lose to Boston College on the road. But Rutgers loses 65-68 to Minnesota. Well, and, I don't care because Joe Baker had a 25-piece McNugget with barbecue sauce on the side. Minnesota was without their best player in this one. Good for them. They win. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Man boob struggled from the field. <laughs> yep. 5 of 11. You know, those will happen. That'll happen sometimes. But uh, good win for Minnesota. They, they're pretty bad, too, though, so kind of a battle of uh, mediocre Big Ten teams. Auburn then picks up the win that kind of boosted them into the number one spot. At home against Kentucky, 80-71, just proving that they're legit. Obviously, we did mention Ty Ty Washington did exit uh, sometime early first half. Yeah, only played nine half. minutes. Nine minutes, yeah. But Kentucky was up early in this game when they had him. They, they had a lead going into the half. And then Auburn proved to be too much. Wendell Green off the bench hit some big shots. Mm-hmm. He was only two of eight, but those two threes were big time for Auburn. The key to this Auburn team's like serious emergence and now getting number one, I think, has to do with Walker Kessler. His past three games, he's had 20, 15, and 19, all hovering around, hovering around eight to ten rebounds per game in those games. Um, he's kind of coming into his own, which he, we never really saw that in North Carolina last year. Yeah. To be fair, they had a very forward-dominant team. Um but good to see him. Him and Jabari Smith teamed up, both both forwards, big guys, um, getting their buckets. So, I think this Auburn team is by far the best in the country. I think they would be my pick right now to win it all, just because of how hot they are. And yeah, there's no reason to hate on this Auburn team right now. They're playing such great ball. They are. Texas picks up a sneaky bad, sneaky okay win against Oklahoma State at home, fifty six fifty one. That's probably what is getting them their votes. But I don't know how. Florida State picks up a great road win against Miami. Both teams have been hot recently. Florida State wins this one 61-60. This was a really good game. Florida State was up 43-19 at half. And, and yeah. Miami almost pulled off. They almost did. An insane comeback. Almost as good as Army-Navy. That was a fun game. Oh, that Army-Navy game was a wild. It was a wild game. It was a fun game. Um, Isaiah Wong did have the last shot and missed the jumper, to be fair. Still at 22, though. Still at 22. He did, he did get his own. Um, but good win for Forest State. Got to give credit. Mm-hmm. They're moving up. Baylor picks up another win against Oklahoma, 65-51. Um, good win for Baylor. 
Loyola Chicago. This is what pushed them out of the rankings. They lose a game at home to Missouri State, 79-69. That yeah, the ranking may have got to them a little bit. Yeah. yeah, that I mean, a little bit of a target on your back when you're a non-Power 5 team up there in the rankings in the 20s, so... Like Missouri one. State's the only team I think that can compete with Loyola in Missouri Valley. That's going to be the Missouri Valley Championship, probably. But yeah, this is not a game you should lose if you're Loyola. Kansas State keeps it close but loses at home against Kansas, 78-65. And then TCU, the Horned Frogs, how do you like them? Medium <laughs> rare. They win in Ames, which could be now Lames after Iowa State loses yeah. 59-44. Jury's still out on that oh, one. Oh, dude, we got to check Eric Stevenson. Six of eleven, oh. three of seven from three, twenty points. Are you looking at South Carolina? Yep, twenty burger in there went against Georgia. He had a twenty burger. Noted football school, Georgia. They suck at basketball. This they year. are five. They're and five four. and fourteen. What's Eric Stevenson averaging on the year? I actually want to know. What if he's having a sneaky nice year? Eleven point three on thirty five percent shooting. He's always going to be a little bit more inefficient than efficient. Yeah. <laughs> to put it nicely. Put that is putting it very very nicely, but Eric Stevenson. And the South Carolina Gamecocks stink. So, <laughs> nothing new there as far as I'm concerned. Penn, or Iowa picks up a bounce back win again at the home against Penn State, 68-51. Um, Tennessee, great win at home against LSU, 64-50. They kind of needed, uh, needed that one. And um, another one we can mention is UAB defeating Louisiana Tech on the road, 83-76. Alex, your team. Yeah, we just talked about Louisiana. Or I just talked about Louisiana Tech. Both fifteen and three teams entering the game. UAB is the only team that can compete with Louisiana Tech in Conference USA. Both teams are six and one right now in conference play. Expect to see them in the conference tourney for sure. This was an electric game in the tournament. Yeah, um, it was a great game. Jordan Walker of UAB was nine of fifteen from three, and oh, then he was just and then Amore and then, Archibald. Archibald was. Yep. 7 of 10 from 3. And he was 6 of 7 from 3 in the first half. So it was literally splashing. Kenneth Lofton had a rough start, but ended really nice with a 24-12 stat line. So, I mean, those are kind of the two guys. Look out for both of these teams. Yeah, I agree. If Whoever sneaks in from Conference USA, either of these teams, I think they have a serious chance to pull off an upset in the the big dance. So keep an eye on Conference USA. Um, USC picks up a road win against Utah, 79-67. And UCLA beating Colorado on the road, 71-65. Just see UCLA just kind of sweeping out against just super mid Pac-12 teams. I don't know. Just something to keep your eyes on. But other than that, that pretty much wraps up Saturday's slate. Saturday's slate was honestly kind of weak, which is uh, not normal. There were some good, good games earlier in the day, but still... Can I mention one more team quick? You can definitely mention I'm going to mention team. Mississippi State because this is a completely rebuilt team. They got Garrison Brooks. Mm-hmm. They got Iverson Molinar, who averages about 18 a game on 49% shooting. They're 13-5. and five. They don't have that signature win yet. I guess they beat Bam at home, which is decent. But I kind of like this Mississippi State team. I watched them play the other day. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – Team to watch out for. You can you think Garrison Brooks, big transfer. I don't know why he why he would leave. Maybe because he knew Dawson was coming, but who knows? Moving into Sunday then, Providence beats Butler home 69-62. Purdue takes care of Northwestern. And Marquette picks up their fourth straight um, top 25 win against Xavier at home, 75-64. to Big win for Marquette. Alex is just beating just, I mean, I mean Justin, Justin Lewis it. again, 20 and 13. What can you say? 50% from the floor. Daryl Morcel is also huge in this game. Cam Jones had one of the crispiest jellies I've seen in a while. That was, I mean, he like switched hands to yeah. the lefty. Marquette's legit. They're legit. And they're a pretty deep team, honestly. They too. are a deep team. They, they, they probably go, what, eight or nine deep? Probably I'd eight. say eight consistently. Eight yeah. consistently deep. Yeah. Maybe nice. nine if Stevie starts getting some run. But yeah, they, that's huge to have that, that depth come um, end of the season in the tournament. So good looking for Marquette. Michigan, Luke wanted us probably to mention Michigan beating Indiana 80-62 at Assembly he Hall. He said Michigan was on the come he up. Did and he did say that. Wrong. Entire he team. not wrong. Yeah, he did say that. We got to mention it for him. Uh, and we had kind of been slandering Hunter Dickinson, but 25 points, 9-12 shooting. 
And three or four from three, not known as a three-point shooter, but... He is shooting yeah. at 39% from three this year. He is. He, t- he takes good three-point shots. He's not he's not forced anything like a, a guard would possibly, but yeah. Caleb Houston also had five or seven um, from three, finished with 19 points too, so... That's still a 9-7 I'm not going to buy into this. No, absolutely team, not. But I'll keep my eyes on them. There are still 9-7 team, let's not forget. Uh, but that wraps up the games from Sunday. We can kind of move into Monday. Today um, doesn't appear to be too it's one good game on the night. And it's North Carolina, Virginia Tech. No, I'm kidding. Texas Tech, it's Kansas. It's Texas Tech, Kansas. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the only good game for tonight. And the Johnnies played tonight. It's also not a good game, I guess. Yeah, I think they're still a seven-loss team to, like, kind of stay. Yeah. To be fair. But that's all. That's the only good game. If you're going to tune in some college basketball, do be happy to be that. What do you guys like? Tortilla Nation of Kansas. I Kansas. actually really at like Kansas. both these teams. I do too. But I think at Kansas, give me Rock Chalk. Yeah, I'm going Jayhawks too. Mm-hmm. You're going Tortilla Nation? Give me Tortilla Nation. Ooh, that's, way more, that's a way more fun team to cheer for. So. It is. I'll probably be cheering for Texas Tech, to yeah. be honest with you. Taron Shannon versus Agbaji. We'll see. I'll take my chances. Yeah. Taron Shannon, he can get it done. He can get it done. Um, we'll just do that Tuesday's games, do a couple games to look forward to. We have Illinois hosting Michigan State. I like Illinois in this one. The, if Kofi's back. If Kofi's back, Huge I yeah. like Illinois as well. If, if Kofi's back, I like Illinois too. Actually, nice. even even with no Kofi, Ooh. I still like Illinois. The line, okay, is, just, just the line is five and a half Illinois favorite right now. They're probably which is they're, Kofi to play. They're assuming Kofi's going to I think they're hopeful. I hope that means that they're assuming Kofi's playing, but I'm going to go with Illinois as well in this one. Um... We have Villanova hosting DePaul. That's easy. Villanova, no, no way around it. Yep. Yeah. Baylor, Kansas State. K-State. You guys just said it, Ben. <laughs> keeping it tight with teams. Pick up two. Part of me wants to pick K-State in this one. Baylor's 13-point favorites. I like K-State to cover. Fuck it. I'm going K-State. I think they get a win here. Let's go. I like Baylor to cover. You like Baylor to cover? 13-point spread. I like Baylor, Baylor to win, K-State to cover. 13-point 13 point spread. UConn hosting Georgetown. UConn's going to blow George. Georgetown actually might be Georgetown's worse than terrible. Butler. Yeah, they might be worse than Butler. They're 6-10. They might be worse than Butler. They do have an, a guy that's getting NBA looks, though. Aminu Muhammad. He's kind of nice. Was he, uh, is he, I don't even know what position he plays. That's kind of sad. He's but. like he's he's like 6-4, but he averages like eight boards a game, I think. He plays like a Russell Westbrook type of player. Kind of. Kentucky hosting Mississippi State. Yeah, Kentucky. Kentucky. Interesting game. Nine and a half. I'm gonna Kentucky roll favorite. with Kentucky in this one. BDN. They're, they're both hot teams, I'd say right now. If if looking at um, their past probably four or five games, but I'm, I like Kentucky. In don't this game. count out Mississippi. But don't State, count out if Iverson. Ty-Ty, what if Ty-Ty, If, if Iverson takes over, he's got a chance because he can give you thirty on but any given night. If Ty Ty doesn't play, that can be seriously questionable. You never know. Maybe Mississippi State pulls we up. We shall see. I like BDN in this one though. And then topping off the night, we finally get to see what we're hoping for. UCLA gets a serious test at home against Zona. Now this line is very interesting. Arizona two point favorites in this game on the road. On the road. I think Arizona. I do too. And covers. I like Arizona in this game. They're just the better team. They are the better team. They have the best player on the floor too. Uh, I see some serious contemplation in those eyes. I really like Arizona, and I. I wouldn't say I particularly like UCLA, but I'm gonna go UCLA at home. Okay, that's fair. Is that Johnny's been playing well? Yeah, that's he has been. That he's driving the train right now, and uh, what's his name? Jaime Hawkins has uh, kind of been falling off recently in the past three, four games, but we'll see. <clears throat> All right, is that the last day we're gonna recap? Yeah. All right, we we'll probably three. be back in I don't know around a week or so, maybe yep. a little earlier. Mm-hmm. We shall see. But until next time, this is Made in March.